That's so disrespectful. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Permanent Plus One podcast featuring Kyla Woods and Alan Woods. Yes, welcome to the party, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I never know what to say. I don't. You come in so strong. (laughs) And so, you know. Well versed, and I just—I'm I'm sitting here thinking, well, what do I say? And there you have it. <laughs> Howdy. You did a great job. Thank you. It wasn't great, but it was okay. Welcome to the Permanent Plus One <laughs> Podcast, the place where marriages go to live. That's right. Where we are celebrating marriage, viewing life through a marriage lens, one episode at a time, one epi at a time. You have on the gray socks today. Let's talk about it. Your whole face lit up when I said it. You didn't know I was going to bring it up. They were $3. (laughs) They're so cute. And there's a little pop of color that matches your button-up shirt. Yeah, man. Very nice. I had an event to go to today. And you wanted people to know you have on socks under your pants and shoes where they couldn't be? (laughs) You know, sometimes you you wear clean drawers even though nobody's going to see. This is true. Sometimes you match them with your outfit even though nobody's going to see. This is true. And then you just feel fresh. You never match yours. I think women do that. Uh, do men do that? You don't be paying attention. My yes, I do. Usually uh, match. You know what? How did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, wait a minute. Where, where are we Welcome going to with, marriage. Where are we going with <laughs> We this? talk about matching drawers. <laughs> I, I want it all. Brand new socks yes. and drawers. I thought you ever heard that song? Um. Yes. I don't remember. Who I can't tell you who it was. Yep. But uh, yeah, I try to I try to match my undergarments. Okay. Oh, yeah, just... I learned something new about every time we turn <laughs> these mics on. You I learn ask. something new about you. You never. I mean, you know that I have a variety of colors. I do know that. And you just thought I just randomly in the morning just willy nilly pick that, a color. Yeah, I didn't Not know there man. was effort going into yeah. color selection of the yeah. undergarments. Ain't nobody gonna see them but me. That's and right. You. But you almost made me cuss. That's you right. Nobody's going to see it. You and me. You can cut. <laughs> I can't. But yeah, man. Sometimes you got to match your drawers oh, and your socks. Sometimes you do. You know, so just, now I know what color drawers you have. Hey. You never know. Mm-hmm. You never guess. Mm-hmm. You can see it. I know I can. <laughs> we turn I can off these and mics. I, I can and I will. We'll turn off these mics and this be the end of this episode. This be the shortest episode we ever All had. All right, y'all. <laughs> Holla. We're going to do some Mary Until things. next time. <laughs> <laughs> Love each other and do some other things. Uh, but yeah, speaking of uh, undergarments and, you know, things that are underclothes, man, I'm trying to get my body together, man. Oh, I'm, my goodness. So it's so hard getting, these days. I'm getting older. Uh, we, we're all getting older. My knees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That, that's literally true. Whether you feel it yet or not, we're all getting older. Every day we're a day older. We're a day older. But, uh, you know, just trying to get stuff together and, you know, trying to force myself to go to the gym um, and, you know, just being more proactive about, you know, self-care and, and just taking care of this this one body that I'm going to have for the rest of my the life. only one we get. Yeah. So, you know, going to shoot, you know, a couple, couple hoops and, uh, you know, also making sure that I'm making time to, you know... Go get on a treadmill right now and then. Yeah, and, it's hard. And you've been doing yoga and stuff. Huh? Not consistently. Not consistently. Yeah, I can't really get into 
the yoga situation, but you know. I really enjoy yoga, um, but what I found is that even even though yoga is probably a a um, you know lower intensity workout, it still requires quite a bit of energy, <laughs> which I seem to be lacking these days. But usually, when I see people, they just sit on the floor now, and cross their legs. It's, it looks and, like that, but the, you're you're really ex- it's a lot of resistance. It's a lot <laughs> of um, you know, mental focus, which can exhaust your physical body. Yeah. So it, I do it. I really enjoy it. But um, what I don't enjoy is really lacking energy. And that's been my biggest issue lately in trying to do yoga and anything else. It's just, I just don't have the energy and it's hard. Yeah. I've been trying to eat better too. Because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, your food you yeah. know, determines your, your levels of energy as well. So I went and bought uh, like 97 avocados the <laughs> you other day. You did? By night. So can we talk about your first world problem surrounding avocados? Yeah, like, okay, so sometimes when you go to the store and you you look at for avocados and all of them are, like, super firm, Mm -hmm. like, you buy them all because there are none that are just the right mushiness. And, you know, it's like you get them home and it's like, now you got to eat hard avocado or... Mm -hmm. You have to wait for like a week. And, right. But like, that's not why I bought them. It's I didn't buy them today to eat a week from now. And you want it so, tonight or maybe even the next day. Yeah. And so I bought some grapefruit as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, I'm just trying to change it up yes. a little bit. Yeah. The, what we put in definitely, you know, um, contributes to what we're able to put out mm. <laughs> as far as our energy. You know what? As far as our energy. <laughs> and, and I will say I do better at. Watching what I eat mm-hmm. and, you know, making sure I'm I'm kind of balancing that out. Um, so I at least I, I am pretty proud of the fact that I, I'm pretty good about what I eat and, yeah. and making sure I'm eating significantly, you know, healthier portions versus, you know, unhealthy portions. Yeah. But I don't I also don't deprive myself all yeah. the time. Because you, know, you do I'm, have your little treats. I do have stuff. a sweet tooth. So yeah. I it's just I don't eat sweets all the time. But I'm, I also don't make myself go you know, <laughs> super long periods of time without and having I, a sweet. I don't have as much of a sweet tooth as I have a meat tooth. Yeah, you do have a meat tooth. <laughs> you do have a meat tooth. And then I think also one thing is like eating super late. You know, yeah. one thing I, I, I'm i pretty disciplined when it comes to like not eating super late. Yeah. And you know, it's, you know, I, I just I try not to eat past a certain time because I know that it adds up. Yeah. Um, but it's hard when you're busy. It's it hard is. when you're busy. And we're both doing a lot of stuff and, you know, depending on what time we get off work. Mm-hmm. And then and then it's it's being fiscally responsible too, because you know, it's it's we're getting off work, we're going to, you know, activities with the kids or mm-hmm. or, you know, networking this or that after uh leaving the office and then Next thing you know, it's like six thirty or seven o'clock, yep. and you're trying to figure out, well, what are we gonna eat? Mm-hmm. And you don't want to stop at, you know, obviously you don't want to do fast food. Then you don't want to, you know, go to some sit down restaurant and spend a ton of right. money. And, and it's just like the options are really limited so for, limited. you know, something that's quality food, something that's good for you, something that is, you know, affordable. It's just difficult, you know, sometimes to, to kind of balance that. And then, you know, then also finding the time to go to the gym. Like the other night I went 
it was like 10 30 at you night did. It, like, was it was so late it was crazy like, it was so late and i, I didn't want to go at all no. i was like mad at myself for making you go <laughs> but i was so proud of you for going <clears throat> your willpower is 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 something else being stubborn yeah. sometimes no, it helps yeah exactly yeah. but you were determined i think sometimes your stubbornness turns into yeah. a fierce determination and then god he'd be waking me up like the last couple of days i woke up at like 5 super early yeah and i'm like dude i don't want to go to the gym yeah but you know i went and you know the gym opened at six and so i would go and get my hoop on real quick yeah. and come back and start my so yeah, we're out here in these streets trying. We're, yeah. we're out here trying, but it's hard. It really is. It's hard, especially when you throw kids into the mix and you throw schedules and you throw, you know, having jobs and then also, you know, managing the podcast and yeah. just everything. It's it's a lot. So, but but we do want to encourage, you know, um, everyone out there to make that a priority because we do only get this one body, like you said, we get yeah. this one body, this one chance to to try to take care of it and. And speaking of encouragement, you know, um, find a way. Um, you've, you've been pretty good at uh, finding a way of encouraging me um, on the days when I don't feel like going, you know, and you are like, hey, let's go to the park and, you know, walk yeah. the dog, and, you know, do all this kind of stuff. So it is encouraging and, and finding a way to do that where it doesn't feel like, you know, your spouse is like, get your fat ass up off right. the couch. <laughs> go do something. Do something with yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so yeah. <laughs> and I think a big part of it is is being willing to do those things together. Right. Like being willing to say, you know what, I might not feel like it, but yeah. I know that we're trying to do better. We as a unit are trying to do better, and so let's go for this walk. Let's go for this bike ride. Let's go do this together. And 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 if we're honest, it's better when we're doing it together. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's yeah. less it feels like less of a chore mm-hmm. if we're doing it together. We're able to have fun and talk through it and so it's a win-win. Yeah, this whole life thing is better. It is. Because we're doing it together. I agree. All right. So, um, man, it's been... So this week we want to talk about, you know, when you get married, you know, people often talk about for better or for worse, right? Yeah. And, um, but you tend to focus a little bit more on the for better. <laughs> Nobody really wants to talk about the for worse. But today we do. And I was really inspired by an article um, in the Cincinnati Enquirer. Um, written by Sharon Coolidge. It's a phenomenal article. It's written so well. Um, and it's about um, council member Chris Smitherman and his wife, um, who is ill right now. And it is really centered around his ability and desire to take care of her mm-hmm. um, and how he has become her caretaker clearly unexpectedly like you know you don't prepare for this type of situation um but there are so many people in marriages and in partnerships that encounter these circumstances and they don't you know you don't expect it but when you get married and you take these vows and you say for better for worse for richer for poor for you know in sickness and in health what is what is that for worse for you like what? What does for worse look like for you? For 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 Chris Smitherman right now, as I read this article, and and it is a again, it is a phenomenal article. It's just such an insightful piece. It is written really well. It's very personal. Um, he didn't expect this to happen. It was a very quick turn. Her her illness set in very quickly. Yeah. 
and they had to completely change the dynamic of their family. They have five children. Um, I think within a span of like 30 days was when it was, okay, we figured out what's wrong. And now, oh, she kind of can't walk, his wife, Pamela. So I'm just going to read a little snippet from the um, article. Christopher Smitherman said he'd be right back as he bounded up the stairs off his living room to get his wife, Pamela. Christopher returns, his steps slower. Pamela cradled in his arms. At 46, she can no longer walk. Her words are slow and sometimes slurred. Her eyesight is failing. Her body is shriveled to 105 pounds, ravaged by cancer. Her brain, in a rare reaction to the cancer, is degenerating. Her husband settles her into a chair, making sure she's comfortable. On that late summer day, what the, com what the couple never says is that Pamela could die soon. It's so, and that's just the beginning of the article. Um, it just gives a really, really transparent and um, compassionate look at a couple who just totally did not expect this. Um, and for me, what I saw, and, I, and when I shared this article with you, I said that it made me see how you would respond. To me, it made me see how you would respond if I were to fall ill. Right. And it made me really, really grateful to have a partner who I could see as being like, without a doubt, my absolute caretaker, if something were to happen to me. I wouldn't wonder for a moment if you would step in and drop everything and take care of me in every single aspect. Yeah, and um, definitely. But uh, there are some people who experience, you know, in those times that that's kind of in, in their roughest moments is when they find out that their spouse is maybe not as committed as exactly. they thought that they yep. were. So. And it's, it's like, I think for me, I guess the goal of sharing a story like this is to say, you know, if you're single or even if you're married, you know, like to even kind of try to be a catalyst for that conversation yeah. where do you feel like you see that in your spouse right. that you see that person who would completely drop everything and carry you like he's carrying his wife up and down flights of stairs he's sitting her at a table and feeding her right. he's getting her tucked into bed he's having to balance being a city official um you know managing income working a job and also five kids five kids like they're every five different schedules Making sure they're where they need to be. They're where they need to be. Making sure um, everything is functional around the house. Like, what if a pipe breaks? What if the toilet stops working? These are things that we take for granted yeah. when we have normal functioning lives. You know what I mean? Like, but when you factor in a complete, a completely debilitating illness into your family structure. You know, what does that, that's what for worse is to me. Yeah, and, and I think that we, you know, when you do your vows, you're like in sickness and in health, and you're, you're thinking, oh, when she has a cold, I'm right. going to make sure I get her some right. soup. You know, mm -hmm. nobody is, you know, thinking that, you know, at, at 46, it's carrying so young. you up and down stairs. So and, young making sure that you're comfortable in a chair and, you know, do, caring to the restroom. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and one of the things in our relationship, you know, we don't hang out in the restroom with each other. We don't. You know, it's just one of the things <laughs> that we just don't do. You got your own little private yeah. time. 
you know, I, I want to continue to see you as yes. who I see you. I don't need to see you wiping your behind. You want me to have a pristine yeah. image? And so, like, for us, that would be an additional challenge. Yeah, I mean, not, I mean, he like, has to go in the bathroom we, with right, her. Right. It, like, he has to carry her in there. He has to, you know, prepare her to yes. use the restroom, wait, help, you know, all of those things. This is real, and this is real lifestyle. Like, when you think and real about dedication, real dedication, yeah. sacrificial dedication. Yeah. He doesn't probably doesn't want. I mean, I, you know, I won't say he doesn't want to because I really think there. I mean, I got such a sense of love and dedication from this article, but um, you just don't think about these things yeah. when you think about a marriage setting or when you think about love and happiness, etc. You don't think about having to go into the bathroom and carry your spouse and you know, like you said, prepare them to have to do. A bodily function. You just don't think about it. Yeah. So, um, so shout out to um, Chris Miller. Man, and what's his wife's name? Um, Pamela. Pamela. Well, they are in our prayers. And I actually, I, I met her at an event like probably two or three years ago. And she came up to the to the table where I was emceeing the event. She came up to the table. Um, and I still haven't met Chris to this day. Mm. But she came up, she introduced herself and she said, you know, I really just wanted to let you know that, you know, my husband and I are really, you know, we're this is when I was at the the, the news station and she was like, you know, we're we're big fans of yours and we really appreciate what you represent and we love what you're doing. <coughs> and it just meant a lot for me for her to say she didn't have to come up and say that. Right. So um it's just, you know, we, we, I guess, just want people to consider, have a very well-rounded um, view and approach to marriage. Marriage is wonderful. It's fun. It's happy. It's, you know, incredible at times. But these are the things that you don't necessarily anticipate when you go into it, but that you should be prepared for. Yeah. Because you just never know. You don't. I mean, I just keep thinking about 46. You know, 46. 46 is not it's not that far off. And then, you need, well, for me. Yeah, and, you she's know, so young. And I'm just thinking, man, like at 46 and then having all of your children sit around and watch, mm-hmm. you know, at least if nothing else, you know, they get to see how he is with her. Right. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm trying to find the silver lining, you know, mm-hmm. and, and just imagining what this uh, depiction of love looks like to their children, mm-hmm. you know, for them to see his dedication to her and you know, his resolve in, in the moment that is probably the most difficult time in his life mm-hmm. and for them to be able to see what love really looks like and, you know, um, how they should be treated and how they should treat, you know, their spouses yeah. in the future. I mean, uh, kids see everything. They do. So it, it's it's good that they get to see that. It's unfortunate that it had to, you know, come in this, in this method, but, you know, it's good that, you know, his children get to see that. Yeah. And lastly, um, I just scrolled to some more pictures in the article, and there's one of him. She's sitting at the table, and he's in the background doing laundry. Like, he has yeah. this huge laundry basket full of clothes, five kids, right. you know. And these are the things that, you know, she, you know, maybe she handled all the laundry yeah. before. Maybe he's never had to do a lot. Like, you know, who walks him through how to, man- how to, how to operate the <laughs> washing machine and the dry, like, 
There's just so much. There's so much. And Or maybe he's been washing clothes. He may, own. you know what, maybe he has. I'm not <laughs> saying he hasn't been doing clothes, but I'm saying what if, what if he didn't? What yeah. if this was new? What if that was an area that she was like, you know what, I got this. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. There's just so much to consider. But um, but yeah, you know, maybe maybe something to talk about is, you know, what is your what is your for worse? Or can you can you envision your future partner or your spouse or somebody you just went on a first date with or second date with yeah. like do you see them carrying you up and down two flights of stairs yeah like do they have that love for you right and and if they don't are you okay with the fact that they don't have mm-hmm. that love for you and are you willing to to move forward understanding that that's not there yeah or is it you know a must have on your list and you know maybe that person that you you know you really care about maybe like we talked about this in a previous episode maybe they don't have all the funds you know funds bank account dollars that you expected or right. desired but maybe they would carry you up and down those flights of stairs right like they would they would do that for you maybe they would do all the laundry maybe they would wash all the dishes maybe they would make sure the kids have everything they need but maybe they can't take you on that flight to Bermuda so it's just these are the things you, you you really have to consider when you look at a life partnership. And everything that I see in this article is just that they are partners for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 really deep. And uh, we will post the link to um, the article so you could check it out in the Cincinnati Enquirer. And uh, you know, just really get a chance to to look at what you know love could and should look like. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that's dope. Yeah. That's so, great. Uh, moving forward to uh, something we found on the interwebs. Yes. Uh, you were telling me a little story about Gabrielle Union. I was. So, you know, she has a book. The title of the book is... We're going to need more wine. That's right. Which, you know, is an interesting title. Oh, no, I was saying we. We know. You and that, I are going to need You know it's the title of the book. Yes. <laughs> so, she had posted on Instagram that... Um, like she was in there, she's married to Dwayne Wade, for those of you who may not know that. And she was like, yeah, we got one, you know, uh, New York Times bestselling author in the house. And we're about to have two because she just wrote her book. Well, her husband, Dwayne Wade, wrote the book, wrote a book in 2012. And so she was basically, you know, it was just kind of a fun jab. But yeah. I think, but she was kind of also serious. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to get on the New York Times bestselling author list. Yeah. yeah, I'm about to get there, too. So, um, so you know, it just kind of brought up the subject of healthy competition yeah, and supporting one another while also striving for your goals. I think that sometimes, you know, um, it is very difficult for somebody who is very goal oriented and has a lot of ambition to be with somebody who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you are getting up every single day and you're, you're striving towards this ultimate goal of whatever your life is that you see. Um, and... Then you're watching the person uh, still lay in the bed all day, and it's like, man, I've been up for 15 hours grinding, and you chilling, you playing. I feel a way about this because you get up. <laughs> wait a minute, you get up. I feel like Why you get you up feel earlier anything? because I feel like you get up earlier than me. Are you saying, that? Kyla, for the first five years of our marriage, you got up at three okay. o'clock in the morning? Okay. Yes, <laughs> but as of, as of late, 
that's, 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 that's your own person. That's your own personal uh, issues <laughs> that you think about. I'm not mentioning. When you said, I said somebody be in a bed for 15 hours. <laughs> okay, you be in there for hours. maybe an extra hour. You get after up so me. early. He's like you guys. Purpose? He's like Superman. I don't know. I don't even know how you do it. Like you, you stay up late. You get up early. I'm trying to hold on to every single last <laughs> second of sleep that I can absolutely grab in the morning. It's so through through four so different bad. alarms. Through four different alarms. I usually get up on my first alarm. Oh, you do. Yeah. I admire that about you. You do get up on your first alarm, <laughs> and I have I literally have like four. Yeah, I mean, like once the first one get and but my phone is also my phone is across the room too. By design, Mine's in reach. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. can just kind of roll over and touch your phone. Like I have to literally get up, and by the time I get up and walk all the way over there, yeah, I'd be like, You're, "It's a wrap." Now. Yeah, I'm already you're out so in good. the cold world, <laughs> up from uh, up under the covers. Yeah, you're so, so good yeah. about it. Okay. Yeah, but as I was saying, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's difficult to watch somebody else just chill if you have ambition. So I, I don't think that competition is necessarily a bad thing in marriage if it drives you to be better. I think that you are competing with your spouse, not against your spouse. Yeah. And as long as you have that mentality, like, hey, we we are in this, and it's it's all in fun, and you know, like, uh, you know, I recently got an award, and you recently got an award, and I'm just like, you know, trying to make sure that we have way more. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. You have way. I have one award, and you, you have, have like twenty. Awards. You have two awards. You and the award I got. Is that what you're saying? No, you got it. I won you on May 14th, 2011. Okay. You have another award. But see, your awards are just for being a dope person. That's an even better award. Mine are like, you know, for never being at home. (laughs) No, that's not true. Yours are like. Being an amazing leader and entrepreneur and visionary and founder, etc. I don't do it for the awards. No, you don't. But you know, those are cool too. But I think that we we both encourage each other and we push each other. And sometimes we have to say the, the things that we don't want to hear, uh, or we have to say the things that our spouses don't necessarily yeah. want to hear. Um, and you know, we've had some of those conversations where you know you've said some things to me, and I'm like, man, I'm trying to hear that. And I've said some things to you where I'm looking to encourage you, and sometimes it comes across as you know I'm pushing too hard. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't think that competition um, is necessarily a bad thing. No, not always. Yeah. Not always. And I think when we at one point when we were runners <laughs> in the first year of our marriage, I don't like running. With we you. used to run. See, and that's you know, and the only reason why is because I tend to go run in a fast. bit faster, <laughs> a faster pace. But that's also because I've been running longer than yeah. you. And but I don't want to slow you down. Right, and so I've told you that I'd go. be like, I'd be like, go. look, go ahead and do your thing, yeah, because you know I don't want my pace to keep you from getting what you need to get out of the race, you know, and, or not race, but out of the yeah. run, you know, like you want to go harder, you want to go faster, so that when you get done with your run, you feel accomplished. I don't want you to feel like you kind of did a slow jog through the whole yeah. thing trying to run with me. I'm cool with that. But and it also I, motivates you to go. At a at a quicker pace. Sometimes. Sometimes, depending. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes. I'd be like that girl crazy. You, you like <laughs> going about your business. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, 
it's yeah. it's interesting. We'd love to hear from from some of the listeners about you know maybe some um, kind of productive productive um, competitive scenarios. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. It'd be good to hear. At permanent plus one on social media. At permanent plus one on social media. Make sure you hit us up there. Is it yeah. is it time? It is time. Is it time for us to go into the, the mailbag? It is time. You know how much I love the mailbag. Mail. Dun, dun, dun. Again, I feel like we need an intro. Oh, you were giving me a beatbox. Do it. Go. Mail. Yes. Hey. Okay. Mail time. Thank you. Oh, thank you. That was great. All right. <laughs> okay, guys. We're going into the mailbag. Travis in Dayton. Hey, Dayton. Travis writes, love the show. Thank you, Travis. We appreciate you listening. Shout out to Trav. Shout out to Trav. My wife and I are newlyweds. We've been married for eight months, and it's been great so far. Awesome. My wife and I come from very different backgrounds. Okay. Hers was very stable, and mine was kind of all over the place. She has really high taste, and I'm fine with the basics. <laughs> we are expecting our first child. Congratulations. And I really want to discuss how we will raise him or her and what expectations we have as far as finances. Mm, she likes Pottery Barn. I like Target. <laughs> what advice can you give us as far as making sure that we are on the same page? Oh, that's she a great likes question. Pottery Barn. I just like the barn. Man, right? You know what? It's a, it's a Dress great, barn. It's a great question. She's so funny. <laughs> Dress barn. Okay. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. Okay. Um. You know what? That's a great and, and very realistic um, question because, yeah. you know, um, I actually just had like three different baby showers. And, you know, some people you do have. Not for you. Not for me. You do have like. You attended. I attended. Three other people. Yes. Baby showers. There we go. Thank you for clarifying. Some people are. No questions. No. <laughs> some people are strictly Pottery Barn and, you know, high end, you know, products. Mm -hmm. Some people are. Babies are us in Target or, you know, may some Macy's, whatever, you know. So so how do you meet in the middle on that? And if you're the spouse who, like he said, he came from kind of maybe he came from, you know, I don't want to say regular or whatever, but mm -hmm. I guess, you know, can I derail typical... the conversation just a little bit, but I'm going to come right back. Go ahead. Did you see the thousand dollar tin can that Tiffany's is selling? I did not. They basically took a tin can that is like a soup can and they made it out of real silver and the inside of it's like gold and it's a thousand dollars. So it makes me is it think. Is a necklace? No, it's a can. No. That you like sit on your desk. No, no, and no. So oh, that, I thought you meant it was like a pendant. No, no, no. Like a, like a can, a no. physical can. And so that kind of made me think of that okay. when you say they come from two different worlds. So like mm -hmm. he might be the regular can yeah. and she is the, oh, look at this Tiffany yeah. can. It's a thousand dollars. And I think that there is, that will cause some conflict in the marriage if they don't get on the same page yeah. with which can, can yes. we get? Yeah. Because if he's thinking, hey, we need to, you know, tighten our belts, save for the future, you know, do yeah. these things, be more fiscally responsible. And she's like, no, nah, I want to spend a thousand dollars on a silver yeah. replica can. Cause some issues. Yeah. You know, that would definitely cause issues. And then I wish that Travis had told us who makes more money. Ooh. Because if she he makes more us. money 
and has higher, mm-hmm. you know, priced taste, mm-hmm. she might be the type to be like, you can't tell me what to do with my yeah, money. Yeah, I get, yeah. So These bills are paid. That complicates And I get to spend what I want to spend. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it should be sticky. It boils down to communication, which we are huge proponents for. Definitely. Um, there has to be a conversation, <clears throat> Travis. You have to talk to your wife about... Um, maybe what you think is realistic and maybe, maybe you meet in the middle. Maybe yeah. it's, you know what, honey, I don't mind if we have, you know, and I guess you, but the thing about a shower, you can't really control who buys what from the pottery barn. So maybe, um, I don't know, I guess when it comes to what they purchase as a couple, yeah. maybe we buy one or two things from pottery barn, but we buy the rest of our things from babies are us. At so, so maybe we do the whole registry at pottery barn and hope that everybody gets that yeah, stuff. And but, then, and then, but Travis doesn't want, so here's the thing. And this is real. Like maybe Travis doesn't want to send his family. He doesn't uh, want his true. family to feel like they got to go, you know, and that's a, that's yeah, a but if, thing. If, if, is she looking down on Travis is the question. I don't too. know. But I mean, they're getting if they're already married, they're newlyweds. They're married. So, so finances or or the the status, you know, different statuses wasn't a big enough issue that it kept them apart. True. So True. they've been able to work through it in yeah. some capacity so far. So I would like to believe that they're going to get through it now. But I I think yes. that his concern is, you know, is she going to pass these traits on yeah. to the baby? You know, and yeah. have have the baby out here in. Two hundred dollars boots, you Gucci know, as, yeah. as a kid that can't even walk, yeah. you know, like because people do that. And it also depends on you know how much you're letting your circle influence you, or your network, or you know, you know, maybe Travis feels influenced by, um, let's say his wife's name is Tiffany. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Tiffany's girls are like, girl, you know, we only buy stuff from Pottery Barn. We mm-hmm. only get that high level. Your baby deserves the finest things. No, no. Your ba- no, no. <laughs> we have your baby in um, 24 karat gold earrings. We don't care if she's two months old. So, you know, you could be battling those because those things are, yeah. you know, that's a real obstacle. Yeah. So, um, but it would take for Tiffany, not Travis, it mm-hmm. would take for her to say, you know what, guys? We're on. We are happy with our registry being split between Target and right. Pottery Barn. But the question yeah. is, is she actually going to be happy? Travis, I don't know if we're helping or not. <laughs> I think we brought up a lot of good points. We hope points. that we're helping. Yeah. Travis, I mean, we, I'm sorry. We brought up a lot of points and maybe some things that you've already thought of and maybe yeah. some things that you have not some thought topics. of. But I think the, the key point is, you know, what Kyla said, you know, you guys need to have a conversation. Yes. You guys need to get on the same financial page. And, you know, maybe the new baller is to save. You know, maybe that's the new ball out is to, you know, instead of taking money to go spend, maybe you take it in and you're going to throw it in a savings account. Yeah. You know, because college is a thing and it creeps up on you and it'll be here in no really, time. So, it really will be. You know, start saving for your kids' future, man. There you go. All right. That that's was the stuff. mailbag. Yeah. And that was another show. Yes, it is. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, man, that was a good one. That was a. It was a lot. There was a lot of different emotions were, in this show. There were levels to yeah. this, but that's marriage. It is. Marriage yeah. has levels and seasons and ups and downs and highs and lows, mm. and you just, you know, it has to be worth the ride. Mm. Ups and downs. It's worth the ride. Mm. Yeah. All right, that's the end of that show. Thank you guys for listening. <coughs> Anything else? No. <laughs> 
I was literally clear about that. Okay, thank you. All right, guys. Love each other. We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>